0: Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Friday, October 28th, 2022. As you can clearly tell by the sound I am sure by now, we're recording this At the Men's Retreat You can hear ping pong in the background You can hear men having fellowship in the background It is currently 11.23pm on Thursday night Night one of our Men's Retreat And I'm joined by a very special guest tonight Pastor Charlie Matz Pastor Charlie, welcome back to Revival from the Bible Always good to be here Excellent, tell us a little bit about Compass Bible Church, Treasure Valley, Men's Retreat 2022. Where are we? What
1: are we doing? What's going on? We're in McCall, Idaho at Quaker Hill Retreat Center. And we're here with about 130 men from our church. We're talking about victory. We want to have victory over the sins that are most common in the lives of men. And tonight we talked about victory over pride. Awesome. So victory is our theme.
0: And tell us a little bit just about the format of the retreat what are we doing who's
1: teaching and what else is going on at these sessions so we have all three of the pastors teaching pastor Ben taught tonight on pride pastor Josiah tomorrow morning on anger and I'm teaching on lust or sexual sin tomorrow evening and then the next day we have one more session talking about having victory back home as we go down the mountain now the format's pretty cool because what we're doing is we're having messages talking about how to have victory over these sins then we're also interviewing different people about their testimonies of struggling with these sins, but seeing victory as God worked through the power of the Word of God in their lives. Right, and that fits well. This theme fits well with something that we read today in
0: our New Testament reading from 1 Peter 2. Uh, starting in verse 9, it reminds Christians of who they are. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. So that idea of even waging war, that our flesh waging war against the soul, that's, that's really the war that we're hoping to talk about victory in for these next couple days here at the men's retreat. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a lot of what's going on here. We're spending a lot of time talking about what the Word of God has to say about these sins, then also what God has given us as far as tools to put in our tool bag, so to speak, to have victory. So we hope that there's a lot of practical nature to this retreat as well. And as you can hear in the background, the men are also spending a ton of time together in fellowship because we know we can't do it without the church and the body that God has given us to bear the burdens of one another. Right, and that's we, we tried to set the table for the retreat. That's an important thing.
0: This this war against the soul in verse eleven. It's good for us to remember none of us are doing that on our own. Even if you go back to verse nine, all of those things, a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people, like all of those terms even refer not just to an individual, it refers to a group of people. And I think that's something we often forget in the Christian life. We just think it's me and my personal walk with Jesus and victory is just between me and Jesus. And that's where we can't get around some element of personal responsibility and even a personal sense of accountability that Jesus is our Lord. But God has clearly given us people to come around us and to serve alongside of us and to share these burdens with us. And so put up with the ping pong and the noises in the background because we're hoping that God
1: is going to bring men together in ways that help them fight their their sin. And that's what these retreats are all about. Whether it's a men's retreat or a women's retreat, just getting away, spending some time aside from everything else, setting aside special time to do some of the things you just don't do on a normal basis. And, you know, that's our desire is to get as many of the men from our church up here so that they can have these moments that are set aside where there's longer conversations, There's more time spent in prayer. There's more time spent with other men developing relationships so that we can really put those into practice as a habit in our life. Because a lot of what you're talking about even in these sessions, uh, at least in this session tonight and what we're going to be talking about tomorrow, is about creating a life that is habitually in alignment with what the Word of God says. Because a lot of these sins come from being in a habitual alignment with our flesh. Right. And uh, tonight we focused on the sin of pride.
0: And even our Old Testament reading today, Jeremiah 7 through 9, uh, touches on that at the very end in Jeremiah nine twenty-three, It says, Let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich boast in his riches. But let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord." So there we see a warning against a specific form of pride, boasting, specifically in wisdom, in might, or in riches. Uh, tell us more about what we learned about tonight and what was shared tonight on the subject of
1: pride. Well, it's interesting you bring up this idea of boast in knowing the Lord. Because right. your first point is so in alignment with that idea in, in some sense. Because your first point was stop trying to ungod god I think that's a point that's going to stick with me for the rest of my life. I've never actually heard it uh, put like that before. This idea that you don't want to start lining up across from God in opposition from him and when you're prideful, you're going to be in opposition to God, the scriptures say. Right. And so boast in knowing the Lord is this idea of the more i know the lord the more i understand his holiness the more i understand who he is the more i understand i don't want to line up in opposition to this lord right and when we
0: think of things like wisdom might or riches you may have some of those things you may have wisdom you may have might you may have riches god gave them to you right and the moment we start to take credit for that we try to un-God God. God. I stole that line from Thomas Watson, by the way. That's not a Ben Blakey original. Um, But we try to un-God God. God. We try to put ourselves in the place of God. That was even one of the points. uh, You know, one of the symptoms of pride was a sense of self-accomplishment. And I shared with the men, I had to edit that point because originally I was thinking an overdeveloped sense of self-accomplishment. And I realized overdeveloped is... uh, department of redundancy department, if you have a sense of self-accomplishment, you are proud because even the things we may accomplish in this life, if we're not saying, well, all the things I did to do that were given to me by God, we're starting to take his place. That's probably the symptom that we talked about, 11 different symptoms, I I guess 13 actually, because I mentioned lust and anger as symptoms but we didn't talk about it because there's going to be whole messages on those ones but that's the one that I think Jeremiah hits on most directly there Um, this sense of self-accomplishment is a symptom of pride what were some of the other symptoms or or maybe even just things that stood out to you or things that were discussed kind of in your small group after the
1: sermon that that resonated with guys one symptom of pride that I think is surprising and kind of surprised all the guys in our small group was anxiety anxiety that not a lot of people think of anxiety as a symptom of pride. But this idea that we are really trying to take control of the world. And when the world seems out of control according to our standards, we become anxious. And that is a sense of pride that we are trying to tell God how to do his job. And then, I, you know, there was, um, I think, self-pity was a big one. Talking about, you know, being this victim. That we have right. this victim mentality. Like something is happening to us that isn't just or uh, unwillingness to confess sin was a big one. You right. know, when we're unwilling to admit to the people closest in, to us in our lives, whether that's our wives, our children, or the people that God has put in our life groups or things like that, if we're unwilling to admit the sin in our lives, then we're unwilling to agree with God right. about what is actually going on in opposition to Him. I think another one that was uh, really important for men is this idea of frequent conflict, and then lack of submission to authority. Right. You know, I, hey, I'm always in conflict with other people. I always find myself getting into arguments either hypothetically or in reality or just grumbling and disputing in my mind, which I know you're going to teach on here this weekend in the right. Philippians. Uh, but this idea of lack of submission, that was a big one that came up too because I think men are designed to lead. Right. And so we have this natural headbutt that happens with other people. The areas of authority in our lives right. just because we're naturally leaders and we're called to be leaders, but we always have to humble ourselves in the way that Scripture tells us to humble ourselves.
0: And, and that's interesting, 1 Peter 2, that's what it goes straight from, hey, abstain from these passions which wage war against the soul. It goes straight from that into be subject to the Lord's for the Lord's sake, to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil or praise those who do good, how submission is our default. Uh, and that needs to be something we check against, because I do think we see the biblical examples of times like Daniel or Paul, where they had to do something that was not commanded because they had to obey God rather than, than men. But, I think part of what makes those examples so powerful is anybody that knew them knew that was not normal for them. Their normal was I'm doing what I'm told. I'm submitting to authority and how that's a good check for us, uh, on our own hearts. So as we continue, let's, let's wrap up. what are some ways that people listening to this podcast, uh, because we're recording that we, we waited to record today. It is 1133 at Thursday night. People are probably listening to this. A lot of people on Friday, um, what are the ways they can pray today for this retreat? Is there'll be a session Friday morning, a session Friday night, and then one more session Saturday morning.
1: How can people pray? I think pray for the men to respond, all the men, including us, to respond to the word of God and what's being taught about the reality of the sin of pride, anger, and lust in our hearts. And tomorrow when we talk about anger at 9 a.m., if you happen to be listening to this before then, pray at 9 a.m., For us to actually have a session where we worship God well in music, and then we get into the Word of God, and our hearts are tender and ready to receive what it looks like to diagnose the sin of anger, and then to respond to it with the power of the Holy Spirit and in obedience, and to develop a habit in that in our lives. But then, I think a big topic that we're going to hit on Friday night is, and hopefully you listen to this before this takes place on Friday night at 7.30 p.m., we're going to be talking about lust and specifically lust in the form of sexual sin so be praying for that time for uh, men to be convicted where they need to be but also for the men to come around to each other and to lift one another up to point us to what the scriptures say about how to be healed and how to have victory victory Mm -hmm. is the word of the retreat right Mm -hmm. we want to have victory over these sins and i think the tendency oftentimes is when you hear the word victory and we repeat that over and over again throughout a retreat like this, it's really easy to start to think, well, I'm going to pick myself up by my bootstraps and I'm going to have victory and I'm going to do it with my own strength. Pray for the men to truly understand their dependence on God to have victory. Right well thanks listeners for hanging with us different recording probably different sounds it's It's a reason why this
0: is an audio podcast and not video I think somebody just walked past us in their pajamas so a good thing that this is just audio Um, but we do want to thank you for digging into God's word with us tonight or today on Revival from the Bible for more resources check out revivalfromthebible.com to learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley go to compassbible.tv the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you